Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, December the 23rd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 1, verses 57 through 66. Luke, chapter 1, verses 57 through 66. And one of the fascinating things that we humans do is we make a list. Uh, and I suppose like Santa Claus, we're checking it twice, not necessarily to find out who's naughty and nice, but to find out uh, the various things we have to do for today, or perhaps things coming up. If it's not a list, we mark it on a calendar stuck to our refrigerator or some place where we can readily see it and have it staring us in the face. We make our list. We have a list for the groceries, a list for things that we have to do today, times and appointments that we have, or things coming up that we have to prepare for. We are a list-making uh, beings. Especially the older we get, we find that we have to make more lists because as the memory goes, so uh, we have to write down our list. And if you're like most of us, when we make our list, we find out after we get back that there's always an item at the grocery we forgot, or some appointment that we may have overlooked, etc. But still we try in making our list. And we also... Uh, have our own private list, our list of the good, the bad, and the ugly that have happened to us over the course of our lives, those influences that were really significant in our lives. And again, they can be good or bad, but they affect us. They help us to become who and what we are. Uh, it may be a parents, hopefully, for the good, our relatives, uh, teachers, coaches, clergy, uh, co-workers. There's a whole bunch of people that may make our list, and we don't really go around talking about them per se, but they're lists that are important to us, and we keep them within ourselves. And the older we get, our list seems to be longer, naturally, more complex and richer in many ways because we have more experiences. We come in contact with more people. The young, their list is rather short. It's almost immediate if they make list at all. And usually they say, I'll remember that, and they conveniently forget. They remember to forget, I suppose, Although that doesn't make sense, does it? Well, you're probably wondering, am I going off on another tangent? No. Our reading this morning from the Gospel of St. Luke deals with the presentation of John the Baptist as he's only eight days old. This child strangely born to Elizabeth and Zachariah and it's time for 
the required eight days for him to be presented to the Lord for circumcision. He is, of course, their first and only child, and he's a male child. So he's going for the ceremonial circumcision on the eighth day. And they come to Zechariah, and uh, they ask Elizabeth, because Elizabeth can speak. Remember, Zechariah has been put on the mute button. And uh, Elizabeth says that the child is to be named John. And they point out to her, none of your relatives has this name. In other words, you don't name the firstborn child after someone who is not already in your family or in your ancestry. So this is a strange break, which indicates that something new is happening, something unexpected, something out of the ordinary. This child will have a new name, a name given him by the archangel Gabriel. You are to call him John. And so they turn to Zechariah and they say, well, what do you wish to call him? And so he motions for a writing tablet. Not, not, they didn't have these computer things. And he writes down, his name is John. And this astonished them all. They're astonished. Because again, this is a break in what is in the normal course of things, because this child will be a break in the normal course of things. He is the great herald, the Elijah, who comes to announce the Lamb of God. And when he writes that down, his name is John. His tongue is loosened, and it begins to speak in praise of God. He was obedient. He followed the will of the Lord, and his tongue is set free. And the first thing he does is praise God. Because he had been silent, unable to speak, since the annunciation to Elizabeth and Zechariah that they would have a child. And fear descended in the whole neighborhood, throughout the hill country. And people began to talk about this. They recounted it to the last detail, Luke tells us. And all who heard these things in their hearts, they were saying, what will this child be? Was not the hand of the Lord upon him? What will this child be? And again, that's the great mystery of life, isn't it? And when we look back on our life, we see what a mystery it is. Did our lives turn out the way we thought? Those people that we had no idea would come into our lives. Blessings and burdens. Those for good and those who may have led us astray. Those whom we follow to our regret but they all make part of our life. We all look back. And so at this time of the year, 
this Advent, especially two days until the birth of the Messiah, the Nativity. We look back on our own lives and we see all of those who helped to make us who and what we are. And it's a good time to, to ponder that list, to prayerfully meditate today on those people who, on our list, made significant differences in our lives. For those who have been blessings, wouldn't it be wonderful today on that list that we have to commend them to the Lord, to thank Almighty God for the gift that they are, our parents, our relatives again, those teachers and coaches, all of those people who help to lead us down the straight path of the Lord, those who helped us to know the Lord more, to be more devout, more faithful. They have been real blessings in our lives. And what greater gift can we give than to commend them to the Lord during this holy season? And for those who have not been blessings, they have been burdens, perhaps they followed their example, either out of ignorance or weakness of will. We ought to lift them up to the Lord and ask the Lord's forgiveness for ourselves, for following, and them for having led us and not to hold their sins against them or to hold our sins against us. But the one who is coming is God's forgiveness, God's mercy in the flesh, in the person of Jesus. Today is a good time to just pause, go by ourselves for a few minutes and ponder and lift in prayer all of those on our list a list that we keep within our own hearts, our own minds, and to thank Almighty God for all of those, because all of those, good and bad, blessings and burdens, crosses and crowns, deaths and resurrections, all of those who have helped to make us the person we are today. And again, not perfect, not without blemish or scars, but also not without crowns and stars, not without achievement, not without growing deeper in the knowledge and the love of God. Our lives on earth are not perfect. They're not without their, their dead ends. They're off the road. But we also know that there are many who have helped us to find that straight path and to walk it. They've been encouraging to us, supports. They have aided us. They have been God's angels in mercy to us. And for all of that, we give God thanks and praise. What child will this be? Was not the hand of the Lord upon him? We can ask ourselves that even today, because we still have miles yet to run before we sleep, according to God's good plan, whatever that means. 
but there are those who have helped us to run this far, to reach this high, who have lifted us up. Let us on this Thursday, two days removed from the birth of the Lord, let us commend them and ask that all of them, everyone, receive the graces and blessings of this holy season so that when Christ is born in Bethlehem, Christ may be born in each one of us and we reborn in the oneness with Christ. God bless you.